So one of the things we were talking about prior to this is uh, that uh, Philip K. Dick has a certain unique perspective, shall we say, that you can track through his writing over time. And while I know you're a consumer of his his writing, mm-hmm. it, it sounds like you, you didn't you you haven't read a lot on his backstory, which is probably I haven't. That's I mean, a very his, legit- his corpus, his writing. There's so much of it. I definitely haven't read all of it because, like, Jesus Christ, the man wrote so much. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, I think there's an argument to be said for. I mean, is it a mistake? to read so much up on the author that it informs mm. how you read his writing. I mean, um, we, I always think about James Joyce with this. I mean, mm. like the number of people who say they've read James Joyce is vastly higher than the number of people who have even purchased his books, let alone read them. But right. it seems that he has, he has this reputation for incomprehensibility that makes – uh, I, I just it's hard for me to view that as a success whether he's a great writer or not and mm. like I think about that with Philip K Dick like a lot of people who read him and enjoy him do it with the backstory and that might be cheating you know I I, I don't gosh know. I don't know I don't know like uh, on the one hand I, I feel like it's important I feel like there's an overemphasis right now on who the writer is like there's a big thing thing about okay you wrote about this but are you qualified to write about this you wrote about sexual assault but were you sexually assaulted personally and i have to evaluate the work based on that not based on the work so i'm kind of hesitant to go into that but i kind of feel like with philip k dick like his whole life was such a fucking trip yes (laughs) it's worth it's almost like a life of performance art itself it's like he was this multimedia art event. <laughs> yep. So so let me let me walk through sort of the what people sort of consider the the foundation Lego for a lot of what's going on. So like in nineteen seventy four, Philip Dick was at his house and he'd uh um he was basically coming through two from dental surgery like he he got he got he got shot up with the drugs had it done went home to crash and his doorbell rang and he he went to the door and there was this delivery girl and the delivery girl had one of those those gold fish uh pieces of jewelry you know the 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 ancient christian symbol right right the jesus fish right and um that hit him hard and when he shut the door he had a flash of pink light in his eye like a laser and he got a series of visions that he believed were from an alien omnipotent god and that god was downloading all of this knowledge about him about how the universe is gnostic and the idea is the alien god is separate from the world and like TVs and the FBI and all of this physical stuff was sort of like clathrating him and keeping him away from that design truth. And we were all supposed to escape that. And what's it? Go go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I just said, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. And so like a lot of his stuff, well, even before he got into this, but a lot of his stuff was about, is this really happening? Like what is yeah. truth? If yeah, you're that hallucin- makes sense. Yeah, and um, 
especially after this point, more and mm. more his his uh, writing became about alien Gnosticism and trying to communicate with this outer friendly alien force against the familiar forces of well, evil, for lack of right. a better word, or right. you know, the government or the people next door. Like we're we're right. all, we're all trapped by our physicality, and so like when um, when Verhoeven did the is this you know the the flash of light and good argument to be made, probably a hundred percent accurate argument to be made that that this all happened on the operating table, right? Yeah, um, I want. There's so many so many hints that this is going on, like. When Quato is sort of in a trance and the the drills are coming through the wall and he's saying, you've got to get up, you've got to get up, you've got to get up, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening in the real world. Well, and I mean, that was, I mean, Philip K. Dick didn't do that in the short story. But Not at all. It's, it's, it's such a nice little homage to him, the idea mm -hmm. that you don't know what's really happening. Right, right. I mean, I guess in the other, I guess Philip K. Dick is, the short story is more about using fantasy to find out who you really are. Yes. Which is a, a kind of a very nice idea um, and, and kind of a beautiful idea of, hey, exploring your true self through art. It's tricky for me, though, because I feel like it, I, I feel like maybe what Verhoeven might have seen in it is this idea that, well, science fiction and fantasy engages in this kind of hollow escapism that kind of keeps us from dealing with our shit in the real world. Like, I feel like maybe that's what Verhoeven saw in it. And that's what he did with it. Hey everyone! What you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode. To hear the rest, and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content, as well as our patrons-only Discord chat, become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. Patreon.com slash podsidepicnic.